The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. This podcast is part of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. Nerds, discover your geeky haven with Twink.com. We've been delivering you the best products and all things pop culture for more than 20 years. Enjoy a wide selection of officially licensed merch from your favorite fandoms. We carry top brands from Disney, Funko, Marvel, and DC, Star Wars, Harry Potter, and much, much more. We also offer an array of exclusives that you won't find anywhere else. With all these collectible goods, you're definitely going to need a bigger boat. Dive in with code WINGEEKS15 to save 15% off your first order at toink.com. Forgive the interruption, but I believe this requires your attention. Meanwhile, at the above-ground underwater suborbital volcano lair... This is urgent. We need a response team. We're already putting together the best move. With all due respect, sir, so am I. I have a plan. Mighty Marvel Geeks. That's what we call ourselves. Sort of like a team. Team? No, no, no. We're a chemical mixture that makes chaos. We're we're a time bomb. Well then, son, you've got a condition. Your show about all things Marvel with Mike, Kylan, and Eric. What a bunch of losers. I am group. That I did know. These people may be isolated and unbalanced even, but I believe with the right push... It can be exactly what you need. I'm suit up. I'm bringing the party to you. I have indeed been uploaded, gentlemen, online and ready. And welcome to another issue of Mighty Marvel Geeks. It is the, well, I would say Intrepid Quattro, <laughs> but Eric's not with us tonight. So it goes back to the Intrepid Trio because it's Kylan. And, hey. and our good friend, my crack dealer, as we have established over on Wookiee Radio because of the action figure variants from Marvel. <laughs> and I say crack dealer in a good way because I love the artwork. It still hits the nostalgia. And I got to finish the story after I do the introduction afterwards. Um, but Marvel comic book artist, cover artist, uh, who has the honor of having done the most Marvel Star Wars covers in history, in Marvel history at the moment. Uh, He is also one of our, he is a part of this team as a part-time host because we know how busy he is, but he loves being a part of the team um, because he he has so much fun. We knew he had so much fun. We asked him to be a part of it and he, he agreed. So he is part time. He is a host when he can. And right now he can. It's John Tyler Christopher, aka JTC. How's everyone doing? Wonderful, man. It's great to be back. I, I appreciate you guys uh, letting me come back in and chat and be the She Hulk when Ben Grimm is out, you know, kind of a thing. <laughs> to go back to the I action, like the reference. To go back to the action figure variants. Because of, and we've talked about this many times when I saw you at Megacon years ago, and then when I saw you at Celebration with Eric, uh, and we talked about it, you know, collecting the action figure variants was like, ooh, I'm a kid again. I'm collecting the old figures. So, of course, what does Hasbro do? 
they released all the from the new shows the retro line mm-hmm. and i've been collecting the retro line nice that has awesome. that has nice. that has Appreciate been one that. of my my go-to is um i am missing one figure from okay. mandalorian wave one and that's the Cara dune retro figure mm, yeah. the, re- the reason why i say i'm missing one oh. i have one still in the shipping box because i ordered it before the whole disney fiasco with gina carano right i'm like mm-hmm. okay i want another one so i can open it and put it on display yeah and i have my brother got for me a couple years ago for christmas he found the old Kenner Battle Arena display stance that nice. are the L-shaped stance. Oh. And, the, yeah. and the current Star Wars retro figs fit on it because they use the same peg holes. Right. So I'm like, I got something. Just play these now. And then nice. on top of that, I have picked up the Hasbro retro Captain America and Spider-Man Thank you very figures. Much. And I'm assuming you did the design on those cards for those yeah I, I i do all the art for those the whole that whole series i uh all right now weeks, <clears throat> for a few weeks ago for my birthday i picked up captain america and moon knight nice right on man yes yeah, so see i i was gonna let them breathe not anymore <laughs> not anymore no, that was that was always the fun thing you know it was uh you know i i i, I I, I tweeted about it. The fact that, you know, it was like six years ago, I was able to bring Star Wars interaction figures to Marvel and so many years later, I was able to bring Marvel to interaction figures, you know, like... That's me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Man. I, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to find another one that hasn't been. I bought this one because it was like, eh, I'm gonna rescue it. Spent card. So this one's gonna get open because I'm also gonna do a shelf of all the different that has figures of different guests that I've had on. Oh yeah. And we had uh, Kyle, and you're gonna have to help me with the last name, Nicholas Hammond. Nicholas Hammond, the the 1970s Spider-Man. Nice. We had him on the show. Awesome. Well, since this is supposed to be similar. Just going to represent Nicholas. Nice. So now you're double dipping, dude. Two birds, one stone. Life's good. But uh, as as I've said in the past, though, uh, I think when you first announced that you were doing those, I would love to just be able to order the cards without the figure. That's an interesting idea, and that's something I'd have to talk to people at Hasbro about. I, I dude, I, I just draw the, the boxes, man. You know, <laughs> I, I would, I would love to have them because, at least for me, the Marvel ones at the moment, I would love a Cap, I would love Spidey, mm-hmm. and I, and I would love the the Electro because it's based. Yeah, okay. the, yeah, I would love to have those three so I could put them in a frame on the wall. Right on. That, that's it. I mean, I have, I have from Celebration Five uh, when they were releasing the the vintage collection figures um i have four from the prequels that mm-hmm. they were handing out one a day that were cards never had figures on them and they had like a special foil border okay. and i'm gonna end up putting those up in a frame and putting them on on the wall but those three characters which are the three that i i have i haven't seen electro so i haven't gotten them yet but those are the three that have really stood out to me whenever i've seen them okay Electro's always that 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 classic electro star head thing. Yeah, no. If they ever if they ever did Red Skull, I get Red Skull to go with Cap. But Mm -hmm. it's right now; those are the three. I have two of the three. Okay, and I would love to get those three cards undone so I could put them on a display. If if you can find it, I I mean, I I think it's only on the secondary market at this point. But one of the first ones we did were uh, Pulse exclusives 
for it. Yeah. Um, and there was a Spider-Man Electro two pack. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I was really pleased with the, the art on both of those. And then, cause the idea was, um, we, we did the, the character art for the, the cards and then we merged the two to basically make like a scene for the box art, if you will. Right. And I was really pleased on how it, it felt very Ditko, Ramita Sr. Yeah, yeah. Composition yeah. flow of the way the box art came together with the two figures. So uh, if you can find it, I have no idea what they run right now on the secondary market, but that might be the ideal way because then you get like the best of both worlds. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A unique spot because it is... The Spider-Man, for example, is a different piece of artwork than the one you just. Yeah, 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 yeah. And of course, these are the three and three quarter inch, not the not the six inch. Yeah, they're. I mean, again, it's. it's but I want to say they they use they used your same artwork for the for the Marvel Legends retro six inch, didn't they? Or is it different? Uh, or is no, it a different artist? I think it's. I'm pretty sure it's different because the, okay. the retro ones for the the six inches are um, they're more like homages you know of because it's like it's that like n- more of a 90s look for a lot of those okay those right. um so like because I've, I've done several of those as well and it's a much different mindset you know with the uh with those retro the the 3.75s um you know it was really like leaning heavy into like mid early 80s art style you know did a right. lot of like adams and um you know, neil adams uh you know, um, some cinema, you know, but a lot of, um, you know, obviously John Byrne was like a massive influence because he's just, I look at John Byrne and, and this again, I'm not trying to disparage any other names, but like, he's a lot to me like nineties were to Jim Lee and that the, the, even if it's not his exact image, that's the style that right. personifies that decade in my right. mind, you know, um, right. right. So, uh, yeah, so for the other retro line, the, the six inch, it's more like I, I kind of lean more 90s gotcha. inspired. Cause I was mm-hmm. going to say, I know they have done some where it looks like, you know, when Disney or, or when Lucasfilm did the, the six inch retro on the vintage card right. look for the for the anniversary of the films. I know there was mm-hmm. a Marvel Legends line very similar. That, yeah, that looked like it was on a, a blister card, not in the not in the box yeah. like we normally see. And they right. still, they still do those, you know. Yeah. Like it's just it's it's all just like a cool way of because it's, it's it's unique. And I I don't, I don't think I'm breaking any rules by saying this. Uh, one of the fascinating things I've learned on both Star Wars and Marvel and the toy industry is that the data shows that Star Wars collectors keep things in box. Marvel collectors take them out of packaging, uh-huh. display more, more tr- at least traditionally, um, which makes a lot of sense because if you follow any like kind of like toy collectors on on social media, you know, your Star Wars collectors are always like it's all in in these beautiful cases and it's all in the boxes and like displayed, whereas the Marvel ones are in the same same type of display, but they're all out and like lined up or in like some cool action scene. Um, you know, almost like a diorama or a group uh, shot kind of deal. For me, yeah. unless it's something like um, we we talked yesterday that uh, when we recorded Wookie Radio, now I was on the Star Cruiser opening team, and uh, I became friends with um, some people who also do a show that is focused on the Star Cruiser. When they went back to the for a second cruise, I'm like can you guys pick me up some of the droid figure? And I'll pay you for it. It's not, I have no problems paying you. I just can't get to it because they're not allowing cast. 
to buy in store. So this is the droid. His name is SK620. I have two of them. This one obviously has been open. The other mm-hmm. one is still on the still on the card on the wall next to my opening team picture. Nice. It's like I have uh, two of the R2W50 droids, which is the droid for Walt Disney's 50th anniversary. Mm-hmm. One that's an mm-hmm. opener, and then one because of my working, being employed during the 50th anniversary, the other one going on the wall. Yeah. Same thing with Afra. I have an Afra that's still carded on the wall and I have one loose. So it depends on what it is. If it's something that I really treasure, mm-hmm. I'll get to. But with the retro stuff, I'm like, I'll keep the cards. But the figures coming off the card because that's the way I was when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. If I wasn't playing with them, I was just playing them. Because right. I wanted to show off to my friends, hey, look what figures I got. Well, it's the same way now. And I, I have discovered... I really dig the five points of articulation. And that's oh, why yeah. Super oh. Super oh, yeah. 7 is winning me over with, with their G.I. Joe stuff. Not that I mm-hmm. don't like Hasbro's, but it's like, what if G.I. Joe was only five POA? Right. Super mm-hmm. 7 with their reaction lines got it. And it looks great. It looks just as good. Plus, right. they also have Army, Army Builder fig- figures as well available. Yeah, I mean... You know, like it's all about what what you're into, yep. right? Like, because I, I, you know, I uh, when I did the the GalaxyCon show, you know, um, the gentleman that brought me out there, Dan Partucci, in One Stop Comics, they had me. They actually used my Galactus artwork as a variant cover. Oh wow! The, the Haslab Galactus, yeah, the yeah, three footer guy that just came out. And they actually had the toy there at the show, wow. um, which I had not seen yet. I'm still waiting for mine to come in, uh, my comp. And it, it's insane how detailed this stuff can get anymore. You know, yeah. like in, in working on, on like actual toys now, the mm-hmm. when I started doing the, the, act, the Star Wars action figure covers, one of the hooks was... I don't want to draw what the toy looks like or, or looked like. I tried to draw what I, as a kid, thought the toy looked like. So that's why, that's why I tried to get likenesses. Because, you know, you didn't look at Luke and say, that toy looks nothing like Mark Hamill. It looked like Luke Skywalker because you're a kid. And that's what kids yep. think. I See, right. that's, that's why I've loved about the covers. Even, even your Marvel ones, it was still... You were looking at it. You, know, you were, it, it seemed like you were drawing them from not what the actual character was, but what the character looked like as a toy through the eyes of a kid. Right. Yeah. And exactly. I love it. And, and you know, it's there's always this weird twist uh, with with Marvel and Lucasfilm. Uh, anytime you work on either of those properties, because for example, like with the with the popularity of the MCU, you know, there's so many people that associate now these certain actors with right. certain characters, and and that's. That's a weird thing for me because being a comic book fan for as long as I've been, like I've always had other actors in my head for who certain characters look like. Like I'd always had Pierce Brosnan in my head for Mr. Fantastic. Um, uh, really? Okay. Always. Like I've always, I, I don't know if it was just a key moment in my life and I saw a drawing of Mr. Fantastic and I was like, it looks like Pierce Brosnan, but like nineties Pierce Brosnan was always like the Mr. Fantastic to me. Um, yeah. You know, like just a dashing, like handsome gentleman. Uh, and um, you know, obviously you can't do it exactly because there's all the like likeness issues. Well, with Lucasfilm, they actually own the actors likenesses. 
So, you you know, when I'm asked to draw Han Solo or Luke, it's like, no, that needs to look like Harrison Ford. That needs to right. look like Mark Hamill. Right. So there's always kind of that that back and forth, um, I, I rem- you know, trying to find the right balance. I remember, I think it was at Celebration 6, right before the Disney-Lucas merger. Carrie had mentioned, she goes, yeah, Anytime I look in the mirror, I gotta send my, I gotta send a check to to George. Yeah. Um. She was joking about <laughs> how he owned her likeness. Yeah. You know, for for Star Wars. So, um. But no, I, it's I I'm now getting real finicky on the Star Wars Black series. Okay. Uh, part of it is because I think pricing is becoming a little outrageous for him. Two, I feel um, compared to Marvel. They are slacking a little bit on the details like it originally were. Okay. And that the vintage collection, uh, the three and three quarter inch vintage collection is becoming more detailed again. And that's and, and that's where I'm starting to head figure wise is there. Uh, but the Black Series stuff I am collecting is anything related to Disney parks, uh, Star Cruiser, uh, Galaxy's Edge, Star Tours. Um, and if they do, like there's a Guardians of the Galaxy set that is set with um, Cosmic Rewind. Mm-hmm. It's $124 set as the Marvel Legends 6-inch. But I want mm-hmm. it because it's what's sold in conjunction with Cosmic Rewind. There's a tie yeah, right. to the parks. I want that set just for that. Um, that's where I'm kind of going with my collections. Uh, but with Star Wars, anything Astromech, anything Wookiee, yeah, forget it. Buying it. Doesn't matter. Three and three quarter, six inch. I'm grabbing it. Yeah. Uh, parks related. If it's park sets, I will grab. Uh, other than that, Dr. Afra. Like, I love the new Dr. Afra coming mm-hmm. in the six inch. She's wearing her coat. Yeah. Grabbing it. Yeah. Well, I, uh, I think that's where a lot of the toys are heading, right? Is from a collector's yeah. the. the let's, let's just shoot straight, man. There's a lot of them. Oh, yeah. You know, like, like two. You 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 could feed a small country if you owned every single one of them. There, and right. I, I think it's really smart to people have their their things, right? Like yeah. I've always been a big Fantastic Four fan. Um, so like I like what you're saying. So Wookie, I'm buying it. Like to me, it's like, dude, I love Doctor Doom. If I can find a Doom, like I'm all over Doom. I'm, um, st- I'm still mm-hmm. killing myself for not getting the Sue Storm that had Herbie in the Marvel Legends. Oh yeah, I remember. Oh that. man, yeah. yeah, that was a great piece too. Just for yeah. Herbie alone. Well, it's, it's like with the Marvel What If um, that's coming out. I'm grabbing Howard the Duck because I'm a huge Howard fan. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a no brainer for me. It's just I'm upset that for a Marvel Legends figure, there's not much articulation on that figure at all. I'm like, are you kidding me? Well, but it, it's, it's almost it's it's almost a five POA esque figure. But I'm like, but maybe it's okay. But initially, I'm like, it's Marvel Legends. I should have more articulation. I should be able to pose them more. Yeah. I, I guess I've never had any issues with with mine just because I mean you know you rotate the ankles and twist the ankles and a lot of times they come with additional hands and you can you know well this is the one that's just coming out I don't think okay. it's been released yet because it also comes with the head of uh, Scott Lang in the in the jar right okay so yeah okay um, but Star Wars wise they're doing a second figure from that Task Force ninety nine group. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's Stormtrooper Mike, M-I-C. I'm like, I finally have a Star Wars character. Grabbing him. He's mine. 
<laughs> and then I'm like, okay, maybe I need to go back and get Sergeant Creel as well, just so I can have that set. Well, that's the thing, man. You know, you kind of start like they're they're certainly built more as a collector's item, right? Yeah. Like it's 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 a lot. They're articulated enough that they're not made to be beat up on, you know. Like right. they're they're meant to be displayed, and and I know that was one of the the major goals with the the three point seven five retros is like. They can be used as toys, you know. They're they're also better like gifts because of the lower price point. You know, it's like, hey, I want to just give this to my boss. Yeah, you know, like kind of thing. Like my boss, my yeah. boss seems to really like this. You know, the new Spider-Man movie. So here you go. Here's one for your boss. You know, oh, right. and with the retro line, the five PLA, ten, twelve bucks, bingo. Yeah, you know, the vintage collection for Star Wars. 15, 15 to 17 dollars. Okay, cool. Then you hit Black Series 27 to 35. Yeah, Black mm-hmm. Series definitely. I am kicking back and going, I'm going to be selective. So, but no, the retro stuff for sure, I have fallen absolutely in love with from Star Wars and from Marvel. Um, and forgetting that you had done the artwork for the cards for the Marvel retro. I may have to see about going back and getting them just so I could have more of your artwork. Well, thank you very much, man. I appreciate that. Because I I do. I love it. It's so much fun to work on. And I, I still would love to get a print of one of your action figure variants that you had on in your portfolio that you showed at Megacon that one year. And you're like, I can't do it. No, that's what like Lucasfilm is weird about what I can and can't create prints of. And I, I don't know how much that's changed. But I'm just out of respect for them. I want to make sure I, yeah. you know, like one it, day it's not we're fighting over kind of a thing. One day I will have one. That's my goal. That's that's well, one of my JTC grails is to have one of your Star Wars action figure variant covers, and, and I in a in like a, a wall print form. That is, that is my goal. Well, let's we, we can we can see what we can do. You know, like <laughs> I know I'm not allowed to sell them. Let's put it that way. I don't know. I don't know what the other rules of engagement are with them. The other goal I'm working on. I I'm, didn't hear anything. I'm still trying to find the old artist covers for um, the old Agents of Shield comics, which is becoming even harder and harder to find. Because mm-hmm. I would love to send, get three copies and have you do the same cover of Kylan, Kylan, Eric, and I as. Mm-hmm. Nice. The intrepid trio on the cover. So there's three Super of three. Fun. Yeah. And just let you do do your own little thing of the, the three of us for that. Awesome. So but I haven't I haven't found those covers in a while. I stopped looking and then I was like, oh there they are. I don't have the money for them. And when I got the money, I go find them. Yeah. I can't find them. So I'm trying to find another Marvel comic when they release uh, the blank cover mm-hmm. that would work for the three of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or Did I, or, you say you were at GalaxyCon? Yeah. Yeah, down in Columbus. Oh, my gosh. You were three hours away from me. Uh, I'm in Akron. Uh-huh. I, okay. Because <laughs> I could I could come down there and have you sign my uh, sign my action figures. Oh, oh yeah. I would have loved to, man. I yeah. well, I it was a great show. I, pl- I plan on going back. I mean, I... I Maybe it's a good thing you didn't. I haven't heard much from other people, but like I got really sick there. Ah, well, you know what? So I'm friends with Night Mage. Uh, He's a cosplayer. He was he was down there. uh, So uh, but I hadn't heard anything. But, you know, Conqueror is a thing. So, (laughs) yeah, no. And that's what it was. And that that was the first time I'd done a show since the, the pandemic. 
And so like my body was just not like ready for, you know, a large mass of people kind of a thing. Yes. But it was great, man. Like I said, it was Columbus is a wonderful city, uh, mm-hmm. had some great food, great company, was able to hang out with uh, George Gianti and Dexter Vines, oh, uh, Carl cool. Sorry, Chris Sprouse. You know, it was like, it was awesome, man, just to like see everybody and get back in the swing of things. Hey, Kylan, I'm yes. not going to rub it in or anything, but I've got uh-huh. I've got quite a few Star Wars action figure variant covers signed by, by JTC. Well, I'm happy for you. <laughs> <laughs> Next time, dude, I live in Lafayette, Indiana. I'm afraid to fly, so I, I'm going to start doing a lot more shows within driving distance. I'm bound to head your way again sooner rather than later, man. Well, I, I okay, so I have, um, well, pretty much Cleveland, Columbus. I can throw Cincy in there, and, you know, if need be, I can dip into, I can dip into Indiana. So, yeah, just just let there me know, man. man. Hey, John, I'll I'll send you Kylan's contact info. That would be awesome. Yes. And then if you're down in Alabama, I'll, I'll get you Eric's too. So you have it in case you're ever down in Alabama. No, that's, that's entering into the too far to drive. It's, it's, it's not, but it's almost. Actually, I'll, I'll send you Ken and Kylan since Ken, Ken and Kylan do geek watch one together Uh because they both live in Ohio. So I'll Mm -hmm. I'll send you Ken's as well. Awesome. From Wookiee Radio. Great, man. So we can go out and hang. We can just paint the town red, man. Man, I'm always down with that. Dude, hey, you, sure. I, I, I'm sure there's plenty of places with ginger ale that I would be more than happy to sample. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> You know, one of the craziest things, and again, I don't know if I'm supposed to like even talk about things that are like in the green room, but uh, one of the craziest things they had at GalaxyCon was. I guess the the promoter who I, I unfortunately didn't since I went through somebody else I didn't have the pleasure of really getting to know them before the show, but I guess he's a big foodie and okay. so he put on one of the best flipping green rooms ever. Like there was oh, cool. poke bowls for lunch. Oh wow! He had a couple uh, super nice young ladies come in shucking oysters for anybody who wanted it. It was living large, man. I saw Jonathan freaks there just mowing down life was good you know it was like number one is enjoying the green room i'm i'm happy with this <laughs> so, so it became 10 ford basically pretty much i mean they might as well have had a replicator at that point man <laughs> if i saw it was so nice if minuet would have popped in i'd be like i'm probably on the holodeck at this point you know? so well, speaking of all the fun conversations, um, it's been a great conversation as well. Uh, check out Biddy Boomers real quick. Use code WeebyGeeks for 15% off your wonderful speakers that you get from there, Bluetooth speakers. Also, to use code WinGeeks15 at toink.com. Uh, to pick up some great stuff there. Uh, the Marvel pick, the Mighty Marvel Geeks pick of the week is the Marvel Studios Tesseract six inch color changing LED mood light replica. So, are you sure that you want the Tesseract in your house, though? Yes, I want unlimited power in my house. I live um. in hurricane country. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. Just a big target. That's what I'm saying, man. Oh, I got a bit. I'm not as big of a target as I once was. I'm 75 pounds lighter. Congratulations. That target has shrunk. Congrats. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, so, 
If you're listening on Sorcerer Radio, uh, you just heard JTC on Wookie Radio. Well, he's here as well because it's just work. It's a it's a takeover weekend, in a matter of speak. So, John, I'll let you kind of since it's been a long while. I'm gonna let you drive the show. I'm actually gonna sit back and be co-pilot. Awesome. In a sense well, you know, speaking of holodecks, like one of the things. I wanted to like chat about because something honestly I don't get a chance to talk about much. I mean, and this is just this is me wanting to kind of nerd out for a minute because uh, you know because you didn't Marvel, call us soon enough. Well, I've been a little busy. <laughs> yes, you busy. have. But, but, uh, I think that's an understatement. Um, so you know, I mean, like obviously doing the comic thing and doing the toy thing, and uh, everyone talks about the movies. One of the things I've been having a lot of fun with Marvel related over the past bit of time are some of the games that Marvel has been doing. Um, yes. So some good, some maybe not as good. But uh, I was like, I haven't had a chance to geek out with people on Marvel games. And I didn't know if there's any games you guys were playing, have played in the past that you wanted to talk about. I have a couple that I would love to like see if you guys have played. If not, like at least maybe send some exposure to them because I think more people should play them because I think they're awesome. And some that are super popular, and I'm sure everyone's playing them anyways. But hey, hit me up and we can play together. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, so what you got? Well, the first one, I'm not sure if anyone is playing, but I have become like completely obsessed with is a tabletop card game called Marvel Champions. Either of you guys heard of this? I, I'm, I'm familiar with it. I have not played it. Um, I do believe because so I, I am associated with a game with a a small gaming con, mm-hmm. um, and seems that I I I was seeing that one around there. Um, so yeah, it's a it's a deck builder kind of sort of right. Yeah, it's it's effectively uh, it's it's made by Fantasy Flight Games. Okay, and one of the things, so it's like my, my criteria for things, uh, especially Marvel related, are, are somewhat unique. Like my my first thing is, is it awesome, right? Like because if it's terrible and it's got the Marvel license attached to it, it's like cool, it's still terrible. But if right. it's good, regardless of Marvel, then it's good. But to me, it's almost like I have to almost add another level to it, which is. If you're going to slap the Marvel license on it, you also then have to be judged by how accurate I feel you represent Marvel or the characters you're you're having, right? Like, it's one thing to say, oh, yeah, we've got Spider-Man. It's like, but why do you have Spider-Man? Like, what mechanics are you bringing that makes Spider-Man feel like Spider-Man? And it's, it's, again, it's a, it's a living card game. So effectively what you can do is you, you buy heroes, you buy the, the, the main box. The main box comes with um, Spider-Man, Captain Marvel, Black Panther, uh, Iron Man, She-Hulk. Um, I'm, I think I'm forgetting one other person. And you, you know, there are cards specifically designed when you have a deck of what, what they can do. Um, and I, I don't want to like bore anyone with the, the the specifics of the mechanics of the game, um, other than it's just it's awesome. It's really smart. But then you can also include it in the pack are um, the right a deck of cards to fight against Rhino, a deck of cards if you want to fight against Claw, and a deck of cards if you want to fight against Ultron. Ooh. And the way the cards work, like the Black Panther deck. So every hero has their own deck. Every villain has their own deck. 
And what I love about it is that you, when you get together with friends, not only can you play it by yourself, almost like a game of like advanced solitaire, but like mm-hmm. if you and I, for example, Kylan, played the game together, you and I are on a team against the villain deck that is just random, it's just played by the mechanics. Like you're not competing against each other, you're a team working together. So you pick a superhero, I pick a superhero, the synergy works together. So like they developed it so well that like, cause you can also then obviously eventually now buy additional superheroes. So right. there's a bunch of different web warriors. There's now X-Men, there's Avengers, there's the Guardians. You know, there's so many different clicks. And I mean, they've got, they've got like Adam Warlock. They've got Spectrum. Um, they've got, they've got, I don't even know how to pronounce her name. SP forward slash forward slash DR, you know, like the, from um, in the Spider-Verse, Sp- Spider. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay, yeah, yeah. Like they went really obscure Spider-Ham. Um, and again, I know they're not as obscure as <sighs> in the Spider-Verse, yeah. but like the mechanics work together of the characters. Like they feel just like the characters. They play well, depending on who you're, you're being. Um, so like the X-Men, they just released and they all work together like, Famously, I mean, like Cyclops and Jean are a better combo, or Kitty and Colossus are a better combo oh, than nice. Colossus and Captain America. But that's not to say Captain America and Colossus don't vibe. Um, it's just but. it's so well made. You can buy new villain sets. So every time you play the game is a brand new experience. There's ways you can incorporate, like, um, like you can fight the Red Skull deck, but then you can add Sentinels into the Red Skull deck, so you can have oh. Red Skull controlling Sentinels, and it's it's awesome. It's oh, wow. good. Man, you unsold me on this game. Bam, then I did my job. I can clock uh, I, out. So I, I, I don't work for this game. I have just become obsessed with it. So can can you... No. Can, can you no, go ahead. Okay, so you guys can still hear me. Yeah. yeah. All right, my video is cut out, so I apologize. So... Could you sneak a hero into the villain's deck and have them control, be the lead of a, a villain's gang, gang, or would it not work that way? No, it, it really wouldn't work that way. I mean, I'm sure you could you could make some house rules to make it work, but probably not. But there are crazy things like, like Jean Grey can use her telepathy to take control of like minions of the villain to work mm-hmm. for the heroes. Okay. Um, Adam Warlock has these awesome abilities, uh, these cards that, uh, at least in the pre-built built deck. So the other great thing about it is, unlike a lot of other card games where like you're hunting down cards, that doesn't exist. Like Gambit come is going to come with every Gambit card and a bunch of other cards. Like you don't need. There's no rarity. Every every pack of Gambit is the exact same. Every Cyclops deck is the exact same. So you can mix and match. Awesome. Yeah, you're, it's not like we got to find the Black Lotus from Magic or anything like that, where it's, it's, you know, rarity and scarcity is involved. It's like none of that malarkey. It's a game built, built to be played and enjoyed. Wow. Um, uh, so and, and so and, I, and I'm loving this because actually you answered the question for me because so you could. So do you get like a bonus if you're let's say if you're teaming up? Cap and Falcon. Mm-hmm. Are you? Do you get a bonus because those two pair well together, as opposed to if it's I don't know, um, Spidey and the Thing? <sighs> yes and no. I mean, in, in a way, like it's it's the way that, that that's where like the genius of Fantasy Flight comes in. Like the mechanics they use to build the foundation of the game. They and. There's only a, there's a very small amount of rules, but yet they manipulate those small rules to mm. uni- to uniquely benefit each character. So, like, 
the, the villain's got a deck of cards. So if you wanted to be like, say, Scarlet Witch, her whole shtick, the only thing unique about her in a lot of ways is that she's got certain cards that the power can increase or decrease based on what kind of cards you draw from the villain deck. So you're dealing with crazy probability to manipulate the game board in her favor, just like Wanda would with Hex Magic. Um, You know, like... Um, I'm trying to think of another great like example of like a really cool, wow, that's a character and that makes uh, Star-Lord. Um, one of the things in the game you can do is the villain will give you bad cards throughout the course of the game. Mm-hmm. Star-Lord is the only character that I can think of off the top of my head that you want to get bad cards because as Peter Quill, he wants to get himself into a crappy situation to squeak by by the skin of his teeth. Right. You know, um, right. like all those mechanics are they're just so Valkyrie like she can uh, she can literally see death coming. Um, so you can like you want to pick which character to like kill first and attach her death vision. It sounds more complicated than it actually is, but right. it does. I, I can't verbally do justice to how smart the game is. Like when you fight Ultron, he actually takes cards from your deck and turns them into drones just like how Ultron would infiltrate and take your powers or your tech to advance his goals and his schemes. It's oh, so I, you, so you could get Iron Man and War Machine teamed them up against Ultron, and then you got this crazy armor war going on. Yes, exactly, and it's awesome. Oh. It's, it's up to four players. I mean, you could play with more, but it's it's built to go up to four. So it's like, man, it is, and and they even have like a campaign setting when you get some of the boxes. Of, of uh-huh. that come with like multiple villains and multiple heroes uh, as well. And it's like like the Spider-Man one, you literally start keeping track depending on how you fight. So the first fight, you'd fight uh, Sandman. Okay. And there are thir- certain things you can do in the Sandman fight that if you do it, it will cause public opinion to turn against you or they'll start cheering you more, which means like J. Jonah Jameson might come out in the Sinister Six fight and start a smear campaign against you and actually damage your morale as the spider as Spider-Man or your as a hero. Like it's insane. It is I Again, why I wanted to lead with it is, again, I can, and I, I've said it before, but, like, it's so smart and so simple, but I've never, it's very rare that I've, as a comic book fan, felt like, oh, my gosh, I'm this character. I'm, I'm, I'm living in this story. It's awesome. You know, uh, right, Iron Man is another, there's a mechanic that's really cool. Like, you start out, and you're just Tony Stark, and Tony is, you can switch between your hero and the alter ego, okay? So... Mm-hmm. As Iron Man, at first, you're awful. He's like one of the worst characters. But throughout the game, you start building the armor. Oh. By the time you build the the most recent version of the suit, you've got both gauntlets and the arc reactor and the boots and everything. He's like the most powerful character in the game. Um, War Machine, you sometimes have to use... It's all about building guns on your, your suit. And then you yeah. every once in a while, because he's War Machine and he's overpowered, he'll burn through his ammunition, but you can start building an ammo deck at a bunker. And then you every once in a while have to go back to the bunker to reload and re-retrofit your suit to then go back into the fight to be able to kick butt for your friends. Like, it's awesome. Uh, it's so good. Um, mm, this That was Marvel Champions, right? Marvel Champions by Fantasy Flight Games. It is a... Uh, I would say it is a must-buy for anyone who is a tabletop 
style game fan and if you're a Marvel fan I, I I can almost guarantee you'll love it but not just like it you'll love it okay oh, oh, oh so there oh, I know oh. I've talked forever about no one thing but and I went oh crazy but that's awesome well you, um, you mentioned there was what, another I, game the other one I've been playing, which is not nearly as um, grandiose, but it's a nice little fun game, uh, and I, I'm liking it a lot more than I thought it would, was Marvel Snap. And I don't know if you guys have played this, the new mobile game. That just came I, level 13. I purposely, see, I per, I've stayed away because I get so obsessed, but I know it's just one of those things, like, I just know what's going to happen. I'm just you know, the, the delaying the inevitable, because, I mean, I was like, that was Strike Force. So, Snap is going to happen. Well, let me, I do have a couple of questions. So, is Snap one of those games where are you good playing solo or do you need to join up with a a league or anything like that? It's it's total player versus player. It's solo, man. Yeah. Yeah. You're by yourself. You're building up your deck. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think you could create, what, up to five custom decks initially. Okay. Uh, Because I have four. Okay. Yeah, you could do five, but there's there's more slots available. But I think you have to rank up and then eventually buy to get them. Um, but I I've been playing. I'm at level thirteen right now. If I'm looking at the, yeah, my power cosmic uh, ranked rewards. I'm at thirteen. Okay. Uh, trying to see where it shows. Well, I know the new season just started and it dropped yeah. drops you look like a crap ton of levels. Yeah, and then on top of that, they just dropped a new realm because you because you could play in one and three. You, they present you three worlds. Okay, and you drop your and you can drop up to a max of four cards in each world and try and get the most points you can get attack points. So, mm-hmm. look, long story short, you you build a deck of it's something like twelve cards. Uh, each card is a character, mm-hmm. and okay. they have um, obviously unique powers based on the character. They also have a there's a number of, there's two numbers attached to them as well as their powers. One is how much does it cost to use them, and the other one is what is the value of the card. So like if it's got a cost of one and but it's got it's got the power of you know three, well it's going to cost you one point to use them, but you're going to get three. You lay your cards in one of three worlds, like Mike was just explaining, with the goal to win two out of the three worlds. Okay. But the hook is each world does different and unique things as well. And this new one they just dropped. Oh my lord. That was dirty. Oh, it's horrible where it makes you destroys your deck and you draw three cards and it destroys your deck. Yeah. So you only get like, you only have six cards to play the whole game. The good news is, yeah. The good news is each game only lasts like two to three minutes. It's, it's, oh. it's an incredibly fast game. I very quickly learned to alter my current deck that I'm playing to add cards that will duplicate like morph uh-huh or or will duplicate another card either from the opponent's deck or my deck back into my yeah. deck so i could have more options than the like sick frost or cable or something like yeah that. yeah yeah. Ooh. yeah i keep trying not and, and again like a good marvel game there's certain synergies so like for example the moon girl card works really well with devil dinosaur 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. I haven't paired them. Example, the powers. Moon Girl duplicates du- duplicates the cards you have in your hand. So let's say I have four cards in my hand. Mm-hmm. Um, let's say I have all four members of the Fantastic Four in my hand. Um, mm-hmm. And I play I, and I hand Moon Girl and I, I play Moon Girl. Well, now I have all I have two versions of all four members of the Fantastic Four. Oh, Devil Dinosaur's powers are depending on the number of cards you have in your hand. He gets even stronger. So now if you only have four, it's great. But if I have eight, it's even better. So hence Moon Girl doubling your hand makes Devil Dinosaur better. Uh, Uh There's I I had I had this one become fun. Um, I had uh, it was the planet where you play the card and it adds clones to that card into it. um, Sinister. No. Bar Bar Sinister. I I don't remember. Well, I had played armor there okay. before that world was revealed. Nice. Okay. Next card I play that was in my deck, and I played it in that spot after I saw what it was. Hulkbuster. Oh, nice. So I popped Ooh. up two more Hulkbusters. Well, that Hulkbuster merged with armor. Mm-hmm. And then the next Hulkbuster merged with armor. And then the next one merged with armor. I ended up with one card with like 24 to 30 something <laughs> attack points. I'm like, okay, I got another game I to play, play. I played this one. I played this round well. But no, it, it's a fun game. Well, the, 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 the strategies of it are really enjoyable too. Like, you know, you, you, you start out and you're like, oh, I want to do one that really focuses on, on reveal powers, you know, so you'll, you'll, you, when you start the game, you'll really notice like there's the obvious ways you should start, but then as it, it gets very much deeper. So like there's actually rewards. I have a deck where the whole point is like to kill my own cards because oh. characters like apocalypse and death get stronger. The more basically sacrifices you make of them to them. Uh, right. So you almost are like tricking your opponent into being like, what is this idiot doing killing everybody he's got or blowing certain things up? And then you lay down the big smackdown later on of like, bam, you know, Apocalypse Now went from being powerful to God mode, you know? Kind yeah. of- <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, ooh. Oh, so wow. Uh, I so this is almost this sounds almost like Marvel does magic, but Marvel does it better. Yeah, a little bit. With, without the mana, with the whole thing with the mana and all that, but well, like they, the strategy sounds similar. They had a card. They did a card game for at least Apple years ago, like six, five, six years ago. Hmm. And it was one of those where you had to go collect different cards and whatnot. They, but it, it was a little different scenario than, than what we've got going now. Mm-hmm. Um, but the way this plays out, I'm enjoying the heck out of this game. It's, okay. And I'm, 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 I'm going to get into this. I'm going to have to hit you guys up for strategy. Uh, I'm, I'm almost strategy pointers. I'm almost afraid to put this game on Zoe's phone just to see what she would do with her mindset. I mean, okay, because you you know uh, you okay. So JTC may not know this, but like I'm a sucker for street level. That 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 that's where my jam is when it comes. To this is very street level. So you know if I so you know if I if if I could end up with a deck with you know Luke Cage, Daredevil, Iron Fist, Moon Knight. Heck, I don't know. Throw Punisher in there while I'm at it. Yeah. You know. I, <laughs> 
Like, you know, I just sometimes I I, the, I would like to see those guys go up against the big guys just to see what would happen. You know, yeah, I don't know, because usually in the comics, we know that it wouldn't generally end well. But it seemed like this is one of those games where if you have the right kind of strategy, you could still come out on top. Yeah. And, and the good news is, man, like the... The characters are well defined by their abilities. Like it's 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 it, again when you look at the powers or what the, the values of the characters are and everything, it makes sense. But the the mechanics of the game would allow like there's no reason if you had a team of your favorite characters, mm-hmm. if you knew how to play them and how they work together, and you know there is a little bit of that synergy. It's not like well I have Thanos, so obviously I'm going to beat you. Like that's right. not the way the game is built at all. Like it's cool. You run with what you think is fun and you can win because again it's it's so quick man it's so fast see yeah so it's quick it's fast i don't have to worry about getting caught up with any with any alliances you so that man dude you're two for two (laughs) You're, you're two for two and i'm I, I, you know what? Maybe I can talk to maybe I can talk to Santa about Marvel Champions. Just to see, you know, it means I have to eat all my vegetables between now and Christmas Eve. But we'll see what happens. <laughs> Dude, I, again, I'm so I'm so obsessed with that game. If you're just like, yo, let's meet somewhere in between, and we'll just like hang and play what? around in that game. I would I would do it in a heartbeat. Like no BS. I'm I'm. Really? Always looking for people to play with. All right, dude. I seriously, okay, dude. You, you Mike's going to give you my contact information. Yes, I'm su- yes, okay. I will. All right, so now actually to go back a little bit because I just want to make sure I understood. So I know that each character has a deck. Now, do I would I buy each character separately? Then I take it, or like, do I buy a set and the set has like certain number of characters, and then I could buy extra? There's there's both. So again, there's um. There's what are called the campaigns, which are the mm-hmm. big ones, and, and none of them are, you have to like. That's the beauty of it. Once you get the the starter, like the the, the launch box, yeah, everything else is just icing on the cake, and it all okay. it all blends and mixes together. It's up to you what you want to get. Um, okay. So it, it, one of the uh, there's a website called Hall. I think it's called Hall of Heroes. Um, if you just type in Marvel Champions Hall of Heroes, okay, it has everything. It will show you. It has every card digitized, everything that comes in every pack. You can look at the characters, find out who's powerful. It's got because, like I said, you can even buy the villains separately as well. Um, but no, like the the only way you can get um, Miles Morales and Spider Gwen or Ghost Spider is in the Sinister, Sinister Motives campaign box. Okay. Okay. But the only way you can get four is to just buy the four pack of cards. The the previous mobile card game from Marvel was called Marvel War of Heroes. Well, I was familiar with that. Yeah, I never played it, but I, I'm definitely hip to it. Snap is ten times better. Oh, is it? okay. I'll tell you what's missing from Snap: some JTC variants. Oh yeah. Well, maybe one of these days they seem to be pr- pumping out plenty of stuff out of it, but I mean they're doing pixel. We could use some retro. They are doing pixel. I mean, you know, I gotta, I gotta just as a shout out to my buddy Matt Wade, man. Um, he he's the guy that did all those pixel variants, and I was a little shocked they didn't use any of his art for the pixel stuff, man. I was like. I was really hoping they would they would use his stuff, but there we go. There's my there's my buddy, my bro plug for the the show. <laughs> well, you know, like I said, if, if he's Matt Wade's pixel art, he's great. If they're do if they're doing pixel, they could do retro. Exactly. Hey, come on. Or action figure. 
Hey, come on. Exactly. Just saying. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, no, I, hey, look, I, again, I love the game. If, if, if I ever saw my stuff on there, I would geek out. Man, okay, I, I I put this, I saved it, and I and I already got, I already I, I ran to the Hall of Heroes to look at. Oh my goodness, they got everything. There's so much. Oh like, my. They just launched the X Men, and it's gonna get stupid because like there's they're gonna get so many different new X Men, and they haven't touched the Fantastic Four yet. Man, so. oh gosh, that's gonna be you know really if you think about it, if they do it right, you would end up with really three teams of the Fantastic Four. You would have the traditional Fantastic Four, mm-hmm. you would have the new Fantastic Four, and then you would have the Future Foundation. Yeah, if they wanted to do it that way. Well, since so they do them each per character, you can like build it however you want, right? Because like yeah, and and they they plug in all these little fun things that like almost retro. You can tell they've they've thought ahead because speaking of ff you know i'm like well if i wanted to play with a group of people because i really like she hulk a lot you know Mm -hmm. i've always been a you know she hulk fan right and it's like i'm curious how she you know once they do release them with ben it's like well could you remove ben from the equation and plug in if i wanted to be jennifer how would that synergy work Kind of thing, but then again, you could add the Future Foundation kids. Like, if they wanted to, the sky's the limit, you know. And they are—they right. still have not, but I'm sure they're going to start releasing also street level heroes because that's a that's a big glaring omission still. Like, no Daredevil or Iron Fist, Luke Cage, and that's you know they got to do those guys, man. Right. So what? it sounds like I could almost create the team I would want to create. Yeah. That's yeah. the West Coast Avengers. Oh, heck yeah. Oh, yeah. dude. Yeah. I mean, I mean, they, okay, so they kind of allow you, they, they allow you to do that, like, with, uh, with Strike Force. Because mm-hmm. I, I, I believe that, like, I, because... When I was putting together Fantastic Four, and for some reason, I think I had She-Hulk before I got Ben. So I, I had She-Hulk with them, and and everything was working, and, and I felt like they, they had a, you know, a certain synergy. They had a comparable synergy to when when I finally got Ben. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think, and I do believe that Marvel recognizes that, and they know that the players who come from a comic background appreciate that and they want to reward that you know um and uh, west coast avengers man i i think we're going that's what i we're going to see that anyway they've been they've been hinting at at that in the mcu for like all of phase four that's what they've been hinting at well i mean i love the avengers but i've always said i have been huge i was huge on the west coast avengers as a kid on that on those books when they came out Mm -hmm. i mean i i have one or two of the trade paperbacks of collections Mm-hmm. Um, I would love, I mean, I got the new West Coast Avenger stuff when it came out, uh, as short-lived as that series was. And there was yeah. some great stuff with that. I, even though I'm not a West Coast guy, I mean, I would have to be given a huge offer pay-wise to move out to California to do audio in order for me to move out to California but or, or to the West Coast. But the, the West Coast Avengers team, I have always been... Mm-hmm. I mean, that team could be in Dallas for all I care. To me, that team was a awesome team. I really loved the chemistry of that team. Yeah, well, it was always a much more like modern, like, like I don't know, what, is, is hipper the right word? Like, 
Well, yeah. Well, okay. So memory serves me right. That was like during the time where the the main team was so freaking structured, you know. And I they they aren't they were no longer like government controlled, but they were so structured and they had this roster and and then you know it felt like the, they it were felt ex- like the West Coast, huh? It was it was literally like they were ex- expanding to a second headquarters on the West Coast to handle the rest of the country. So they weren't spreading themselves thin on coverage. Oh, it, it was like right. it was like Hawkeye, Iron Man, um, Wonder Man, Tigra, and Mockingbird. The, but the Iron Man was Rhodey. Yes. Not right. not Tony. Right. I'm trying to think who else was it. So you could do Rhodey, mm-hmm. you know, Don Cheadle in the Iron Man suit, not War Machine, but in Iron Man with Clint and Kate for West Coast Avengers. And then because I'm waiting for Tiger to, sh- to show up. Yeah. Well, no, there was no. there was supposed to be a Tiger series and that didn't happen. I yeah, that was like animated that on Hulu. Yeah. Because yeah, there was supposed yeah. to be a Howard the Duck series too, written by Kevin Smith, directed by Leah Thompson. That went downhill. Yeah. I I I the one I I liked West Coast Adventures, and if nothing else, I learned the difference between a mansion and a compound. You know, so I, I learned that. I remember that was like the biggest thing. Like, hey, it's a nice mansion. No, nope, it's a compound. And then they explained what the difference was. And I'm like. Hey, I was like, was so that had been eighty four or something. So I was like, yeah. maybe I'm gonna be honest with you. I for, I forget that part. Could you please inform me as to what the difference is between the mansion and the comp, the, a mansion and a compound? I memory serves me right. I believe they said that the a compound a compound was uh I think it has smaller area. Like okay. I, I I think that's what it was because. For some reason, is I think they it was almost like the compound was like a downgrade from the mansion. It seemed like to me. I to, I I just knew that I, the one thing I just knew that there was a difference between the two. And now I gotta go back now and to make sure I remember exactly what the differences were. But I think it was some like that. That was a quick. That was a quick correction when everybody somebody called it a mansion. They said no, it's not a mansion. It's a compound. And I was like, fifteen or more and, bathrooms is a mansion. 14 or less is a compound. There you go. There you go. (laughs) Knowledge is power for real. There you go. So it's number of bathrooms, you know? Who knew? <laughs> so and I now don't know. I, was it was that Tony's? Did Tony own that one or? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, so, Tony Tony yeah. set up West Coast Avengers, but right. to have a bat uh, have a Batman have an Iron Man on either coast, right? Because um, right. that's when Rhodey went from being War Machine to Iron Man, so he could handle. And it was basically it's like, hey, Avengers handles everything east of the Mississippi, West Coast handles everything west of the Mississippi, right? Type, yeah, yeah. Yeah, type deal. This is a terrible dividing line for our country. It really is. Because I'm like, do you remember how, you know how much space is on the west of the Mississippi? Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff. Now, I mean, granted, I don't see a lot of, you know, super villains going into the middle of Nebraska or anything like that, but... No disrespect to Nebraska. I live in Indiana. But uh Wait, were you gonna hijack all the corn? Yeah. Well then that's why we have the Great Lake Avengers, right? So yeah. Right. Which I'm glad about that. Let's go North Coast. Hey, hey. Yeah. So. And, and, and who's one of the main characters of the West Coast of or Great Lakes Avengers? Squirrel Girl. Squirrel Girl. Yeah. Heck yeah. <laughs> 
So, um, any final things that you want to touch on or ask of, or it's just Kylan and I, because you know, you're always welcome to come back next week when Eric returns. I appreciate it. Uh, I mean, no, man, you know, like it's been great. Just like, thank you for letting me talk about some of the games that I've been loving to do and just enjoying it, man. Like I'm, I'm sorry I got a little overexcited there, but like it's oh, no. no, there's nothing no, to be overexcited no. about. I, I don't get I don't get to geek out about Marvel stuff because usually it's either like I've got to be professional about it or I've got to like you know. I, I, That's why you're a part of this fun team. To just be a fan again about certain things. I, I, and I, I try and never lose that. That's why you're officially a part of this team. Well, I appreciate it. You Thanks. you are officially a fourth member of this team, even though we're the intrepid trio. You you are the fourth, and when you are on yes. it does become the uh, intrepid quattro there you go no the for the for the formidable foursome there we go yeah there you go down yeah um love it i do i do have to ask a quick you're gonna have to write that down so i can create that logo as well for the show bible okay oh yeah we're we're working on a brand bible big time for mighty marvel nice so um last time you were on did we have thursday was she around or was it, or were we still borrowing Friday? I think you just started her. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think. Hey, hey, Thursday, would you properly introduce yourself to, to JTC? Greetings. I'm the Tactical Holographic Utility Resource System, data assessment year round. You may call me Thursday. Allow me to introduce myself. I am Thursday, a virtual artificial intelligence, and I am here to assist you in a variety of tasks as best I can. Yum, 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 yum. That is Thursday. That's her. Awesome. I'm not a schwaffle. No one said you were. I do have a question for you, JTC, because I know how many times I did. How many times did you watch the commercial for Marvel Snap with? When it came out, I I didn't. Oh, commercial for it. Oh, I I watched it once. Yeah, it has Sam Jackson in it. Oh, Oh, you sweet. You yeah. need to see it. I I lost my my my. Myself. I think I watched it. I watched it twice. I, it was all I could do not to laugh out loud at work. It, it's hilarious. Well, I will have to now check this out. I wasn't even aware that was a thing. Yeah. Oh yes, you're gonna love it. Okay. Um. So with this year, I, I I'll ask this as a final question. With this year, with all the shows that we have gotten on Disney Plus for Marvel, which I want to say we started with WandaVision and went all the pretty much all the way through to She-Hulk. I probably already know the answer, but I'm going to word it this way. Your top three shows. I can't give them in an order. That's fine. But the ones that I really enjoyed. Mm -hmm. Um, If if you know much about me, and I've been preaching this with Star Wars, and I've been preaching this with Marvel as well. um, I'm I'm a big fan of diversity of storytelling. I think mm-hmm. one of the strengths that made me fall in love with Marvel comics uh, mm-hmm. in the same way that I initially loved the MCU, but I feel that they've kind of fallen away from, to be bluntly honest, is I, I like differences and I like when the stories have different tones and vibes and feels. I, I, I feel we the MCU kind of lost its way for a while where everything was just guardians of the galaxy. Like it was just like, how can, how guardians can we make it? 
And so I've enjoyed the TV shows kind of circling back. So mm-hmm. that makes sense. And that's not to, that's not a knock on anything. That's just more of saying where I come from when I look at things like I, when I see a nice like this is different from this. I enjoy that. Right. Um, I obviously love WandaVision. I thought that was uh-huh. just genius in the, the way it manipulated the, the, the things. Um, I actually really liked She-Hulk a lot. I thought I was going to hate it, but I loved it. Mm-hmm. I, th- I actually thought as a, as a fan of the books, I thought they captured it in a modern way for television that did yes. justice to, to Burns Run, which is when I think of She-Hulk, that's what I think. Yes. And the last one is another new one, which is Werewolf by Night. Yes. I yes. That show. And I know it's just one episode, but I appreciated that it was a universal horror monster movie. I liked the way they handled a lot of the special effects. I liked the way they handled the the way it was shot in a lot of ways. Um, mm-hmm. I love that Man Thing was in it. Like, yes. all of these things were just super charming to me. Yes. Yes. What about honorable mention? I like Falcon and the Winter Soldier a lot. Um, just because, again, it was like, you know, that was just a straight-up action extravaganza. Um, I mean, I like I liked Loki. Like, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying I disliked any of them. There, there were elements of things that really, that I'll just be honest, they, they rubbed me the wrong way. Um, like, I wanted to like Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel is one of my favorite comic book characters. And you know what? I'm shallow. I don't care. Like the power thing just okay, look, really rubbed me the wrong way. Speaking of Miss Marvel, your your girls, are they into Miss Marvel at all? The, the book? My eldest has read the book and liked it. She's not like, doesn't follow it. Okay. Did she like the series? She, she hated the series. She oh, felt wow. the series was just like, was very pandering. She, and, I, and I disagree. I actually, when I, the first episode, I liked the first episode and the visuals and the way the storytelling was done again, was something different, but she, she loathed it. So okay. it really made it not a family watching experience. Zoe loves Miss Marvel, the book. Mm-hmm. She absolutely enjoyed awesome. the, the series. And I asked her, I said, how do you feel about the powers? She goes, it's okay. It, it comes from a prop instead of it being from a, a mutation. I said, well, mm-hmm. it's still kind of a mutation. But um, I think I think we talked about it when we were doing our, our um, reviews. Uh, was it Marvel Musings is what we called it? Um, uh, I don't remember for which one, Miss Marvel. I apologize. So my my Miss Marvel was was it Marvel Musings? No, the Kamala maybe Car- it was Marvel was Musings. Kamala Chronicles. Nice, the Kamala Chronicles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's right, Kamala Chronicles. Um, yes, yes. When we would do our recaps, I said I was okay with the power change, especially if they're trying to get oh, separate themselves from the inhuman stuff to possibly rebring it back, sort of like they did in Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness, uh, showing mm-hmm. us Black Bolt there, um, trying to give it a chance to give a rest so they could reintroduce, reboot the inhuman arc a lot safer. Or figure out how to do it from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., or I guess in order to bring Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. back canon again, mm-hmm. or, or some of those characters in. And, and I'm okay with that. And, uh, I mean, she still has a mutation of some sort in order to control the, the bracelet. Mm-hmm. So, cool. There, there's still a, a, a mutant gym of some sort. I'm cool with that. 
Um, Zoe just really liked the story. She thought it it was close to the vibe with the books. Uh, she's just a little concerned about how it's going to tie in with the the Marvels movie mm-hmm. when it comes out. So, uh, Kylan, just real quick, your your top three and an honorable mention. Oof. Okay. Um, Falcon and Winter Soldier, Moon Knight. Oh, scratch that. Falcon and Winter Soldier, Hawkeye, She-Hulk, honorable mention, Moon Knight. Uh, for me, uh, again, no particular order. Falcon and Winter Soldier, Werewolf by Night, What If, my honorable mm-hmm. my honorable mention is Moon Knight. So, yeah. mm-hmm. um, final thoughts, guys? Any final thoughts? I'm really excited about Kyle and I playing Marvel Champions together in the foreseeable future. Yeah. Yes, I, I am too, man. That, that That's happening. And yeah, I, I actually, I'm, 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 I'm like geeking out because I'm like, oh, cause, I don't know, because it's exciting to play a Marvel game with somebody who gets Marvel. Like, it, it's one thing to play a Marvel game with somebody who likes board games or, you know, mm-hmm. but to somebody who really gets that world. You know, mm-hmm. and, I, you know, in in your heads, it really is Captain America and Black Panther facing off against Ultron. You know, I, I may have to figure out how to get this as well, and we may have to do a Skype session and play. Oh, I'm down with that too. Yeah, I'm down with that, man. Seriously, do that. So, <laughs> oh yeah, let's play time, baby. Yeah, let's figure it out. Because then I'll, I'll have to figure out how to build my uh, West Coast Avengers team. Do it, man. Hey. You, you can do it. Yes, I can. I'm going to be blowing both you guys up over uh, over uh, Marvel Snap because I I try. Like I said, I I, I was just delaying the inevitable. So you'll enjoy it, man. I I promise you'll dig it. Oh yeah, (laughs) yes you will. Yes you will. Well, thank you guys for the week or for this issue. It's been definitely it's been fun, John. You know you're you are welcome back anytime. It's always an open door with you. You just gotta. Let us know. Thank you. I appreciate so that. Hopefully it will happen a lot more often. Well, I know it, it won't be as often as we would love to have you on, but not as long of a time away as the last time you were on the show. There you go. Um, but, but at the very least, I got a new friend. He's like a next door neighbor. So it's all good. <laughs> down. <laughs> So. Skyline Chili, life's good, baby. You know nothing. Oh, oh. Skyline Chili, oh, you're my man. You're my friend for life. Oh yes. Uh, oh, mm. oh. Man, it's too late for Skyline Chili right now. But man, am I hungry. <laughs> <laughs> but. Yeah. So on that note, Thursday, if you would, please. All wrapped up here, sir. Will there be anything else? No, just time to go dark. <laughs> Thank you for pressing the self-destruct button. Have a nice day.